Hello, and welcome to Sober in Japan, a podcast where I talk about living in Japan, being sober in Japan, the problems with getting sober, uh, some stories of when I wasn't sober, and all kinds of relaxed chit chat about living and raising a family right here in Japan. Well, today I'm super excited. It's Sunday. And、uh, my kids are playing downstairs, and I thought I'd pop up and do a quick podcast.、Uh, in the past,、uh, Sundays were the day when I would put my feet up, open a beer, watch some movies, write some music, do some creative stuff. But the one thing that was definitely not missing from a Sunday would be a can of beer, a couple of highballs, a few glasses of wine. And the day would slowly get slower and slower until the evening when I would be ready to go to sleep, wake up a bit groggy Monday morning, ready to go to work.、And、that was Sunday, on the whole.、Um, now it's different.、Uh, I don't wake up on Sundays with hangover, and I did a previous episode talking about that. And that's a great thing.、Uh, it's raining today, and I woke up, looked outside, oh, it's raining. But I didn't have that oh feeling of having a hangover, which I'm super grateful for. I got on with a bit of work、um, and had a nice, relaxing breakfast, cooked breakfast for my family, and generally my mood was good. I still feel anxious. It's only been a few months、uh, since I've stopped, and so I still have this anxiety things I have to get done. And I wanted to address that a little bit. This miracle cure. If you quit alcohol, everything is going to be perfect. Well, it's not. It's not. It's a great, great, great help in helping to make things become better. And that's, that's really something to bear in mind. Quitting alcohol is a great thing, but things just don't suddenly become perfect. The healing process is long, and I'm experiencing it now. And there are good days and there are harder days. I'm happy today, I really am, but I still feel anxious. Why? Well, here's why I want to do a podcast, I want to write some music, I want to work on editing a short film I'm doing, I want to play with my kids, I'm going out to dinner tonight, and so I have to get all that done. I want to work out before I go to dinner. And so I'm not relaxing. I'm in a better position than I was. I haven't started the day with a raring hangover. I haven't opened a beer at lunchtime, which would inevitably mean I would then be committed to drinking for the rest of the day. I haven't done those things and I feel good. But I still do have normal, anxious issues. However, being sober allows me to have the tools to take a breath, to realize. That these are just things I have to get done. And if I can focus, I can get them done. And that too is a process that needs practicing. I need to remember how to really be in touch with myself, sit down to take the time to do these tasks that I want to get done. Because once I start doing them, I realize that that's what I want to do. It's just the act of getting started. And I think that's a separate issue. Being sober, I feel like I'm in a better position to start those things. That's why I wanted to jump in and do this podcast now rather than later. Because I feel excited, but I feel torn about things I want to do today before I go out with my family for dinner, but feeling that time is against me. Well, here I am, and I'm super excited、uh, to be here talking with you today. 
It's a bit of a gloomy day outside, but I'm in good spirits. And it's coming up to Valentine's Day, so this evening the family is going out for a Valentine's meal. And it's kind of become a tradition since the children came along that we, we don't go to a hoity-toity upstyle restaurant and we don't get the babysitters in pretty much because we don't know any babysitters. And the last time we got a babysitter in, that didn't work out because he died. Well, that means we couldn't go on our date. But <laughs> getting back to what I was talking about, we're going out to dinner tonight and it's a family Valentine's dinner kind of thing. And we've made this little tradition where we go out to eat yakiniku. And yakiniku in uh, Japan is a very, very popular thing. It's where you sit down at a table and in the middle of your table is a barbecue. And it's kind of sunk into the table and they bring you all this raw meat out to your table and you throw it onto the barbecue and you cook it up and you fold it in leaves and mix it with Korean miso or dip it in Japanese sauces. And there's lots of different types of yakiniku for those connoisseurs out there. There are many different types, but the type we are going to this evening is sangyapsal, which is a Korean style uh, form of meat barbecue. And uh, the deal is, and I talked about this in a previous episode, is it's the classic nomi tabe hodai, which means you can eat as much as you want for the allotted time that you pay for. And that also means you can drink as much as you want. And up till now, it would be a case that we would uh, make the trek um, 25 minutes, rain or shine, to the station, get on the train so that my wife and I could both enjoy quite a large amount of beer. Um, but this time we are going by car because I shall not be drinking and I am looking forward to it. And it's not my first time. I do want to stay. It's not my first time going to this drink or you can eat or you can and not drinking. Um, I've done it a few times. Um, last year when I was off the alcohol, I was doing it. Um, and I've come to realize that it's good. It's just a different experience, and I'm trying to be realistic here. I'm not trying to hype up the whole non-alcohol is the savior of the day, although, quite frankly, it is. <laughs> but it's, it is a great experience. You can taste the food a lot more. You drink a lot less beer, so, um, well, you don't drink any beer. Um, I personally like a couple of non-alcoholic beers um, at the beginning, um, but you don't drink so much. That's what the point I want to make. And you don't drink so much, which means you can eat more and you can try more things. And because you're not uh, numbing your tongue with uh, the beer and the spirits and the highballs and stuff and the wine, you are getting a lot more out of the flavor. And here's the technical aspect, is that because you're not drinking, uh, you are more on the ball when it comes to cooking throughout the whole meal. So your food is actually, that you cook yourself, is coming off the grill a lot better. And there's a lot more care involved with the food. Whereas when you're drinking, conversation gets, gets really flowing, gets really big, everyone gets uh, drunk, and then the, the food starts burning in the middle of the table. It often happens. Doesn't always happen, often happens. <laughs> um, and so that doesn't happen as much. I'm not saying that the conversation is, in essence, boring uh, when you're not drinking, but I am saying that more focus is put on cooking the food nicely. And so I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to um, being in a nice, in that same environment, actually, that I very much connect drinking beer to. 
the Nomi Taberhodai is uh, something that I have in the past uh, opted for um, a lot because you can drink as much as you, you want in that time and it's a good way to drink too much. So it is a challenge, um, it's not my first time, but it is a challenge to go to that kind of place uh, where you have that previous connection. But I'm not afraid of it, I'm not afraid of that challenge. I know I'll go there and I'm going to have a great time and have great eats. Um, and so I'm feeling confident. And that's part of the healing process that, that I am putting myself through. I'm not trying to run away from the old haunts, at least not all of them. There are some places where I feel I don't really need to go because it was so much just about the drinking and nothing else. And so that's the point I want to make is that these places where I enjoyed the food as well as the drink, I'm willing to go there for the food still, even though it's a place that I connect with drinking or have connected in the past with drinking. The main thing is my family's going to be there, the food's good, I know the staff, and to be fair, um, uh, I'm sure the staff will prefer it if I'm not drinking because my table always gets loud and sometimes too loud <laughs> for the staff. So I'm sure it's uh, uh, something that they welcome too. But anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about today is this essence of being up against the clock and that being quite normal as part of life without alcohol as well as uh, with alcohol. I just feel like I'm in a better mood, I have more energy to do all the things I want to accomplish today, to get them done, so I don't wake up tomorrow thinking, ah, I had these things that I wanted to do yesterday that I didn't get done, and that overflow of stress onto the next day is what starts to bury us under and makes us drink more. And so I'm grateful. I'm ready to face the day. I'm going to have a great evening. Thanks for listening. This has been Sober in Japan. See you next time. Bye-bye.